On this week's episode of Bungalow in the Bus, Bakari Burns is the new commissioner of District 6. We have a new coach for Orlando City Soccer. And we also talk about this really great series of stories the Sentinel's doing called Laborland. Laborland. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the Bells. You're jingling. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. That's Bells, spelled B-E-L-L-S. <laughs> bells. What did you think I said? Uh, bells. Oh. Yeah, I'm just clarifying for the hard of hearing that we have out there. Oh, because I'm a slurrer? Yes. Yeah, I'm Canadian. <laughs> we're, we're used to talking behind scarves. That's you, true, especially this time of year. I'm talking behind the scar. It's chilly out here in Orlando. Oh, Cole, we're sitting on a patty hoe, though. And we are. We are here at Ivanhoe Brewing. Uh-huh. Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what the official name is. I call it by its friend's name, Ivanhoe <laughs> Brewing. Like we're on a first-name basis. Sorry. You're on Bungalow in the Bus. We talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods like Ivanhoe Village where we are tonight. Yeah, we sometimes talk about College Park. We've been there yeah. like every week the last month, so we been came over lot. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're over here tonight. Spreading the love. This is almost College Park. This College Parkers refer to Ivanhoe Village as College Park. I don't. Drives me crazy. If you're on this side of I-4, you're in Ivanhoe. Yeah. If you ask an Ivanhoe, they're like, uh, no. Is that what you call somebody from Ivanhoe? An Ivanhoe? I call them uh, Ivan Hoodlums. Oh, that's uh-huh. better. They probably don't like that. Or Ivan Hoes. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. I made a, we used to have a shirt uh, when we started uh, Orlando Shirts. We helped launch that back in the day. And we had a shirt that said, uh, oh, I already forgot. <laughs> How about, I you're not the Ivan Ho, I'm the Ivan Ho. Ivan Ho, no, you Ho. Oh, I like it. That was, that was one. I, I like it. Funny. So you you were just at the Hammer Lamb. We were just at the Hammer yeah, Lamb. Yeah, things are coming, John. Yeah, I was a bar. You were a bartender. I was a drinker. Did they make you pay? They did. I I was a donation. I didn't think about it. I should have given you a heads up. That's okay. I apologize. Yeah, I wouldn't have came if I had to pay. It was no, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fundraiser for uh, the Ulmer. Foundation, which is Todd Ulmer, who owns uh, Stardust Lounge, used to own Frosty's Christmas yeah. Time Lounge. He has a family foundation that his dad started, where they literally like buy Christmas for families in downtown Orlando. I gave him twenty bucks. So good, John. Yeah. Thank you for doing. You're that. welcome. And I got to be a celebrity bartender. <laughs> you did last year. I was a celebrity bartender. Yeah. Apparently, I messed it up so bad that they didn't ask me back. I don't know why they didn't ask you back. You know, they who, hate me. You know who did the hiring this time? Who was, did? Uh, Jason Lambert. Oh, I don't, we don't really know each other yeah. that well. Well, it's fine. He brought his gay posse. It was like a little gay bar in there tonight. Yeah, I told uh, everybody was like, oh, like I, I think you were one last year. I was like, yeah, I'm better on this side of the bar. The sexiest. <laughs> there's a realtor who is there. I already forgot. James, I think his name was. He was dressed like Santa Claus. I was trying to take, get that him. That guy take, sells houses? Good Lord. <laughs> he must sell a lot of houses. <laughs> you buy a house from him. Oh, yeah, I'll buy whatever he's selling. <laughs> what <do> you, <laughs> you should just go on tours with him. Oh, I, I want to take another tour of that house. I'll follow him wherever he's going. I'm trying not to cuss because holy jeez. Hey, what was your week like? What would you do? I, I was in New York City this past weekend okay. uh, hanging out, getting to see the, the city during Thanksgiving. Got to, got to be in some snow. Did you go see the parade? Uh, I, did, I missed the parade. I was there on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, so I got there a little okay. too late uh, for Probably the parade. Probably for the best. It's yeah, chaos. Yeah, I've seen a parade. Yeah, yeah. You've seen, seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. Uh, I did go to the opera, which was a lot of fun, and <laughs> got to go to Little Italy, and I had a cannoli. We're such different people, because I would go there, like, I would rather see a stripper than go to the opera house, but I that's know. me. I know. That's me. I'm a cultured man. You're uh, not. Ho. I'm an uh, Ivanhoe. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. I had a good time. 
All right. Saw the Statue of Liberty from afar. Did we talk? Jingle Eve happened before last episode. Yeah, I think we talked All about right, that. Yeah, that, you said it was bananas there. It was bananas. I just went to a Christmas party at the historic Church Street Station before we were recording this. That was super fun. I checked out the Florida Built. How is it? You know, really cool. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, the former Mosquito, Mosquito County Tours. I, I forget their new name. We'll, we'll be writing about them soon on bungalow.com. Uh, they're in the front part of the Church Street Station. It's like a bar slash like really cool local retail hub. I like and it. And they're going to operate their historic tours out of there. Of do they have Orlando. any copies of 100 Things to Do in Orlando before you die? Uh, yeah. Perhaps they, they should. They're going to. Sell that wholesale. You can get it at the, the downtown partnership uh, shop. Oh, um, if they don't own it. What's that called? The downtown... Whatever. Downtown. Discover downtown. Yeah. So yeah. So you can we, get it there. We actually put that. We'll tell you about it later, but we put that in our uh, Orlando gift guide. Oh. We have a bungalow or gift guide. All right. In there. Um, oh, but you know what, John? You didn't I, put my book I in there. Oh, now I'm poor. I'm out of right now. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. My wife's not going to get any presents oh, this year. No, ruined. We're going to have to have our own celebrity bartending <laughs> to buy our presents. I'll add it later tonight. I apologize. Um, I'm going to Fort Pitt. Remember we were talking about that over yeah. on Cheney? I'm yeah. going to go there Friday. That's today. I went there. We're recording this again on Thursday. Uh, I'll be checking that out in person. If you want to see my tour, I might be putting it on Facebook if it's cute. If it's not on Facebook, it's because it wasn't cute. And this is over off of Old Cheney Highway. Yeah, it's supposed to be like another East End Market. But huh? I've heard that before. Yeah. We'll see if that's <laughs> Where is this uh this vegan diner that you that that's you That's where it'll okay, be. It's there. Yeah, it's really a food truck. Oh, I thought so. Operating out of there. Okay. I have no Please. problem with food truck, but I, I thought it was a, a brick and mortar restaurant. No, they're sucking you in. All I right. think they will eventually have a brick and mortar in there. Okay. But for now it's a food truck. Alright, that's patio. fine. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful weather, you might as well. I don't know if you can call it a diner if it's a food truck, though. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. All right, just just. I mean, they might have great food. I haven't had it, but when I saw a diner, I'm like, oh, that means I can go sit and have a cup of coffee, maybe some vegan pie, and uh, you know what? But I, I had vegan pasta. Well, most pasta is I, vegan, right? No, because there's an egg binder. Sometimes, not all the time. This was with, uh, and it was like a cauliflower flour, and they. I went to the oh, flour is vegan. I'll tell you that right now. For, this and Derfer, Derfer. Oh, this is at the uh, Bohemian. Bohemian downtown, right? Fancy. You must be breaking in the dollars going no. to Bohemian. It was free. We're we're gonna be doing some <laughs> stuff with them in twenty. Oh, okay. There you so go. They Trades. Had, they had me over for a, a business lunch. Oh. And I had salmon and a and a lentil soup. But the girl who we were meeting with gave Woman. me a bite of her pasta. Sexist. Yeah, I did. I guess I did do that. <laughs> ah, gays, you know. What do we care about, ladies? Uh, <laughs> it was great. They have a Wellness Wednesday, and they have like vegan items. So I, we shared something. They have a cheesecake made with like black bee honey. Yeah. Yeah. Go check that That's out. That's not vegan. No, <laughs> that wasn't. But like, there's also probably good. not healthy. <laughs> no, it was. I had a bite. I had one bite. So I apologize to. Uh, I apologize to my coach. She doesn't listen to our Lisa, show. She does. Really? She, she showed me the other day she listened. We're, oh. we're going to start. Is a. She's spying on you. No. <laughs> Brendan has a wellness coach who uh, uh, Lori. gets him training. and Lori Cox from Galvanized Wellness yeah. Life Coaching. He's lost 180 pounds already. Uh, 40. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. But I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, God, I'm still fat. <laughs> so like, where? where <laughs> You're not go, fat. You're just big bone. I'm very big bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. We got a train oh, coming. Oh, we do. Take a shot. Do a shot, guys. We're right we next to uh, the Sunrail 
Oh, tracks. if this is Amtrak, we might have to stop it. We'll give it a couple seconds. That's all right. Here. Whoa, it's long. Yeah? Let's what do you see. think? Sunrail or Amtrak? Amtrak. Uh, I'll go Sunrail. Oh! Sunrail! Sunrail! So it's real short. Whoa, there's like... There's like 50 people yeah, on here. Obviously, it's not the weekend because yeah. it wouldn't go by us on the no. weekend. <laughs> that must be the last uh Might last be the last night. train. So last night I went to... Not last night. Earlier this week, I went to see the results of the parking surveys that they did in Ivanhoe Village, Mills 50. You're, and put, you're putting me to sleep. At, and college, right? <laughs> uh, and well, sum it up very quickly, John. Okay. So people don't fall asleep. Not enough parking. Not enough parking? That's the end. In College Park? The end. College Park seemed okay. College Park seemed okay. Ivanhoe Village and Mills 50, not enough parking. Not enough parking. Yeah, yeah. And well, so they're, now they're going to come up with designs based on their findings, based on the data. Super boring. I'm not even sure if I want to write about it, <laughs> but it's people need to know. What are they going to do? Build a parking garage? They ain't going to do that. <laughs> people want them to. No. Oh, yeah, people want Come them on. To. I'm actually hearing from people like uh, local developers who've bought older bars and made them into new bars have, have mentioned to me that they want to buy empty lots and just turn them into parking. That's what they did in Detroit. That's what they do in Detroit. And, and it's, it's devastating. And then it is devastating, but they can make money. Oh, and I allow know. Other bars and things to open because there's like the Simon at electric bars wanted to go in there, but there's only like six parkings. OK, so it's not enough, according to the city, for a new use. So nothing can go in there. Right. Except for like an office. Yeah. But if there was a lot across the street, they can buy the rights to that parking okay. space, to those parking spaces, and then they'll be allowed to open something there. All right. Right? So you could make a lot of money with a really easy flip. Okay. Right? So we'll see if that happens. Believe it when it happens. Yeah. Uh, Orlando City hired a new coach. The, the soccer team. Yeah. Can you yeah. say his name? Uh, Oscar Pareja. Oh, I like it. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just knew <laughs> it was going to be a maybe a challenging name for our... For I our tongues. I can't see where he came from because <laughs> that throws me for a loop. I'm still a loyalist to James O'Connor because of his last name. And also, he was a hot ginger. Uh -huh. And it's hard for me to give up a hot ginger because he was taken from me too suddenly. Yeah, they've had a few coaches over the years. It's tough, man. It's yeah, tough. Yeah, and everybody expects them to win because they did so well in the minor leagues. Yeah. But they're not in the minor leagues no more. And it just takes time. And... I know they've had some years where they've maybe made some decisions that people don't like, but yeah. that's sports. Like, you know, it, it's sports. This, uh, the new guy, Pereja, is a former MLS coach of the year, and he was coming back to MLS. He had a stint at Club Tijuana of Liga MX. I don't know what that means. It I don't either. Like a weird band or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's back, and people seem really excited. Okay. So All right. we'll see. They probably, I mean, these. They're what? This is their fifth year now, fourth year, and okay. this is the year they. I, I feel like they need to do something. Like you know, first two years, all right, like honeymoon him. period. Last year was a little rough. Yeah, but uh, you, you can. I, I can think tell you need to start it now. Like, I had a personal call. Someone called me on my oh, cell phone from too. tickets. Oh, like, I get that too. I want to buy another season. I'm like, uh, clearly you're not doing okay. <laughs> Because I've never bought a season ticket ever from you. <laughs> I bought one ticket one time and yeah. gave you my phone number. And you're calling me? Yeah. Like, come well, on. I, mean, I guess I guess you get you know you call enough people they'll say yes, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they keep calling. But I do hope I do hope maybe this is their year because we haven't really had a year not just soccer but basketball as well. Yeah. We haven't had a, a great year since I've really lived here no, where any team has gone 
deep into the playoffs. I like, think that's why you see the popularity for like Orlando Magic picking up. Yeah. Because uh, they're doing all right. They're doing okay. Right. And, they're in and second, are I like, think, right now in their division. someone who's doing better. In this yeah. It's hard to like go hard for a team that's just not producing yeah and and like i said sports are you know it's up and down you're not going to be a champion every single year but we really haven't had anybody besides ucf i mean ucf did great uh but we haven't had like the magic or the the lions do well since you know since i've lived here and since 2010 sure they did do well in the minor leagues I, that that's not what i'm saying but like in the mls they haven't done great yet so i'd love to see it because i think this would be a, such a fun town if if the team is doing when awesome, the team is doing what? When the team is doing well, Orlando sings. Oh, I know, because well, you know, you'll go to bars and you get to watch the games mm-hmm. and purple. Everywhere. Just haven't had that yet. No, so. we want that. We want that. I want that. For it. Hopefully, I think they spent a little bit more on this coach to get him here as a former MLS Coach of the Year. I'm sure it's like if you win an Oscar, you can charge more for your movies. Yeah, let's hope that's the same, and he can produce. Uh, Bakari Burns. Yeah. One District 6 runoff. By a lot, too. A lot. Yeah, so um, he was in a three-way race originally uh-huh. with uh, Loana Glazer and uh, Gary Siplin and Bakari Burns. Why wasn't her slogan, I want a Loana? I don't know. Missed opportunity. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, the original uh, election, she didn't get enough votes to even go into the runoff. No. So then it was a runoff between Siplin and Bakari. And she, she told everyone to vote for Siplin. She sure did. And that, that didn't really work so well. And it well didn't work. At all, really. I bet he paid her. Yeah. <laughs> I, do. I, I do. don't know if you can do that. Allegedly. Uh-huh. I want to say that's why. Okay. All because right. they seem... Like that doesn't seem like someone she would get behind. She's like a grassroots organizer. Yeah, but I think uh, I think Bakari has has advocated maybe for some things that she doesn't like. Okay. Yeah. Like land trust. Yeah, like the land trust okay. stuff. So yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So he he runs a healthcare clinic, you know, a chain of them really, and they uh, help. He's the CEO of Healthcare for the Homeless. Yeah. Orange so County Health Provider. Yeah. Uh, Orange Blossom. Orange Blossom. Health. Blossom Health. Yeah. So they help people that can't afford healthcare really. And Uninsured, they, underinsured, and just. Insured. Yeah, they have one in Ivy Lane, they have one in OBT, and they have some other ones as well. So he, I've met him. He's a very nice man. And so uh, I don't know where that car is going. Car just drove by on the track. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's 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 a very nice man. And so you know, good luck to him, and I uh, hope Not he does exactly. well. But he won like sixty eight to thirty two percent. Sixty eight percent. That's a lot. Vote. That's a lot. But that being said, three thousand people voted. And I think it's, I don't know how many people are in that district. Yeah. What I, I found it interesting, though. Here's, here's another data dive. The international drive area, which is in the district, only 2% voter turnout for my drive. Really? And that's all, like, park park residents, you know, like people who people who work for the parks. Yeah. And the parks were one of his biggest Gary Siplin. Yeah. Uh, backers with twenty five thousand dollars from yeah, Universal which is nothing Disney. for them. But well, I think there's a cap. I don't think they can just like drop cash. True. But Gary Siplin's wife is the commissioner for District Six for the county, uh-huh. right? Same district, basically, right where the parks yeah. are. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> that's too close. You're uh-huh. telling me that your wife is the same? I'll say, I'll say it. You can't because you work for the county. <laughs> but I'll say it's like that's that's a little too close to home. You're telling well, me I your mean, wife different, runs the same different district, jurisdictions. The parks want to support it, and then Burns got backing from the parks union. Yes, yeah. The union sided with Burns. Crazy then that the parent company for Universal Studios is throwing that much cash uh-huh. and ended it. Just interesting to see. And then the residents of I Drive who are living in these like I call them like park slums. 
because it's not great housing around the parks. Yeah. Um, only 2% of the people are turning out to vote for the people, person who's going to represent them. Yeah. It shows a huge disconnect between I, the people who live and work around the parks all day in that yeah. bubble and then that attachment to their city representatives. And I, I would, I wonder, like, I don't even know where that district all goes. I, I'd have to see a map and see kind of It's a everywhere. big district. Yeah. Yeah, because like when West I think Orlando, of Orlando, basically. Yeah, yeah, because I know like like Bakari's uh, health clinic. There's one on Ivy Lane, and I, I saw signs over there. So yeah. it's probably that area and west. But yeah, you know, turnout for those are low. I mean, first of all, is after Thanksgiving, like yeah. the week and of. It was a net, a second one. Yeah, I mean, and but it was about the same or male, right? Was it? Uh, I want to say like five hundred. Off. All right, but that's not very. I mean, that's not. It's, a, a ton. It's, a, it, it's not, but it's a lot when you consider that it's three three thousand votes. Oh right? yeah, no, I agree. It's a high percentage, but yeah. you know, yeah. local small elections like that, they just don't really but generate the people that are voting. So I, I, I agree. Ho- I hope he does well. I hope he does well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But when you look at people like, <laughs> I'm not. I can't stop. Um, like Commissioner Stewart. Say what you want about him. Um, he. And it's a little weird that like he's like dynastic. He's like a College Park dynasty family. Loves it. Loves, Loves it. College Park. He, like almost like are they like original settlers? I don't know. Maybe they have like long ties to the to the community. But he like lives that. Oh, he does. Like he lives his. Yeah, he's seat. he's in the Rotary and in the Rotary. He's everywhere. Yeah, talking, yeah. he's he, he writes a column for I've, the College Park paper. Right, our competitors. Uh huh. Not, <laughs> not really, <laughs> but he's writing for them. But he's doing all the things, right? Yeah. So like, but that's because and he's in an elected position. But he's like owning it. Yeah, well, that's what you got to do. You do. If you want to keep that job, you got to be out all the time. But there's doing people that. who don't do that. There's there's other commissioners like you rarely hear from them. Yeah. Because they have their, you know, 11% of the people who vote in their districts coming out and voting for them. Yeah. Just interesting things to think about, you uh-huh. know, people that When you run for office. When you run I think I do all right. Yeah, I think you I think would. I, I right. think you'd get more than 3,000 people to vote for you. I do too. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I'd keep my radio show. <laughs> Would that, that'd be fun to have a commissioner with a radio show. Yeah, I'm why not? Why not? We'd probably get a better slot. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a new executive director. It's Downtown Atlanta Partnership. We won't spend a lot of time on this, but congratulations to Josh Weich. Uh, Weich. For he's the new director of the downtown Orlando partnership. Very dapper looking. Always dapper. Always dapper. Always dapper. Hot, cold, doesn't matter the temperature. He's he's looking good. He's been with him for a bit running the membership program. I'm excited to see what he does yeah. for downtown. We saw him forward. tonight. Did see him. He came out support. I'm, I'm doing some art stuff with him downtown because downtown needs art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Not just downtown. So. You say that. I uh-huh. don't think it's just downtown. I think a lot of Orlando needs are not just downtown. I agree. There's communities outside of the downtown, even outside of our coverage area, that don't have much of anything. No, I agree. And, you know, everybody focuses on downtown. I get downtown's great, but there's a lot more to Orlando than just downtown. I'm, like, eating my beard right now. Stop eating your beard. Mm, I need protein. <laughs> um, the county, Orange County, has just launched a new program, subsidized a new program with United Arts. Called the, this is the worst name. <laughs> Orange County Venue Subsidy Grant for Arts and Culture. Oh, I love it. You kind of get it all. Does it have like name. a name? Does it have like a acronym? No. No. They're too bored. Like they just don't care. That is a that is a pretty terrible <laughs> it's name. It's just the worst name. <laughs> like just come on, come on. And it's Say it again. Culture. 
Orange County Venue Subsidy Grant for Arts and Culture. I fell asleep saying it. Oh, uh, like, that's it? That's the whole thing or is there more? That's the whole thing. That's yeah, whole thing. that's pretty rough. And it's uh, it's a good program. They just gave $500,000 <laughs> to United Arts. They're like, here, oh. this will help small arts organizations pay to rent larger arts venues to produce things. That's great. You can get maximum $50,000 per group. If you want to do something, you have until January 15th to apply. I think that's awesome. That's great. It should be called something better. <laughs> Maybe they can get somebody who they're giving this money to to come up with a better name. Yeah. It's supposed to be creative. I'm so like. Yeah. That's a very government name. It's just the worst name. All right. Orlando Magic and Anheuser Bush are uh, totes together forever. Yeah. What's this about? They've set their relationship status to. It's not complicated on Facebook. <laughs> they're together forever. Uh, so they, they struck a deal. They're going to keep. Yeah. They're going to be providing beer at the Amway Center. Yeah, yeah, it just makes it tougher for like local beers to get in. But whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, it does matter. But they, I mean, they have some local beers at yeah. the Amway Center, but they uh, don't have a ton. No, and I think it's really if they have like a distributorship deal. That's a hard word to say when you've been drinking local <laughs> beers. Um, but yeah, so it really just means uh, they're going to have a new Orlando Magic branded Budweiser can. There's a newly branded uh, Ultra Club Outdoor Terrace. Like under like Michelob Ultra. Oh, okay. Name. Um, there's like a baseline bar named after Bud Light. Like just stuff like that. All right. I'm you know you know when you go to a basketball game or a sporting yeah. event, I'm not drinking IPAs. I'm, I'm drinking just a regular no. man's beer. But you know what it is? <laughs> you're paying ten bucks for a Bud. True. What would you? That's what you're used to paying for a craft IPA. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what would a craft IPA be? Forty eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I pay to play my fish game on my phone. <laughs> so, like, if it's have a beer or play my fish game. Yeah, play your fish game. Like yeah, old, play my fish game. Play like an old woman. Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch my stories. So, yeah. uh, anyway, it's time for a break. Come on back after the break. We're going to tell you about what to do in Mount Dora. Really cool, awesome events happening this weekend. And then someone's building the biggest, one of the biggest houses I saw this. in the country. It's Brendan. In Winter Park. <laughs> it ain't me. Orange County Library System wants to make sure that you know about these three things. Nathan Hollick, author of Bright Lights, Medium-Sized City, will teach comics for non-artists at Orlando Public Library on December 9th. He'll show you how anyone can create stories with sequential art. Chef Karen is going to help you make your holiday party a little different. Cuisine Corner Eggnog Cheesecake Dip will take place at our Fairview Shores branch on December 10th. Learn to make that unique dip and a pimento cheese spread. Practice counting stitches and creating double crochets while making holiday decorations. Let's Crochet Candy Ornaments is a beginner level course happening at our Washington Park branch on December 11th. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brandon O'Connor from Bungalore.com, the boyfriend you haven't met yet. Oh, I like that. You like that? And, uh, and uh, if you like what you hear tonight, 
You're great. <laughs> yeah, go to bungalower.com. You can read more stuff. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can see all the yeah. saw all the Facebooks and Instagrams. Yeah. I, I heard someone put this on their profile. Like, do you listen to Bungalow in the Bus? Then we can do it. <laughs> what is that? That's a terrible slogan. We can do it. Yeah, like, you know how some people are like, must like dogs. Must like bungalow or in the bus. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's not true. I made I made that up. Okay. So well, nobody said that. We talk about all things Orlando here. If you're just tuning in right now, yeah. you've missed half the episode, but you know, whatever. You can listen to the podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Oh my gosh. Including bungalow.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we've done we're we're getting near to our hundred and fiftieth episode. This must be one forty eight. I didn't think I'd live this long. <laughs> I certainly honest. didn't think you would. Growing up, I thought I'd be. <laughs> I, I must have given myself another ten years by losing all this weight. I'm feeling pretty good. It's true. I'm feeling pretty Bring good. Bring that then. up some more. Yeah, I just had a big. You want poop. compliments? I had a big poop, and I'm feeling good. <laughs> Why you want? You want to give me some? Yeah, compliments? you look good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. How do I look? Want to touch my butt? <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever say anything about me. You always look good. You're a dapper thank Dan. You, thank you. Thank you. You do you need to hear that more? No, I know you you're can a never say man. too much to somebody. You're a lonely man. Your your wife is living in a nunnery. And That's right. <laughs> you're all by yourself with your That's fur right. babies. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. She's studying at a seminary. That's true. That's true. Because she loves Jesus. Yeah, and she knows that one day she's going to have to perform an exorcist on you. To be honest. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably long overdue. Yeah, I have a giant yeah, pimple a on my. I, a, I definitely have a pimple on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> if an exorcism helps, I'll pay her. All right. What's she? What's she charge for a pimple exorcism? You don't have much, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You know why? <laughs> you can't say that. Got travel light. Travel, <laughs> travel light through this life, John. That was a conscious decision to be poor, uh-huh. and I'm happy to stand by it. Really? No. <laughs> I wish I was rich. Sell out in a second. God, yeah, like in a, in a minute. <laughs> yeah, speaking of selling out, there's a giant house yeah. built in Winter Park uh, that we'll never get to live in, <laughs> ever. And you know what? After seeing the Facebook comments, after sharing the story, I will not be invited to hang out there, which is a shame. Really? I actually don't have feelings about it. I think okay, it's, I so think wait, cool. we should explain what this is. A big old house. On Palmer Avenue in Winter Park on Which the north shore of Lake Osceola. It's in the rich part of Winter Park. Super rich. <laughs> it's going to get even richer because Mark and Sharon Hagel, uh, Mark is the CEO of Tricor International. It's like a real estate firm in Maitland. And they are building a 40,000 plus square foot estate Five acre lot. It's a big house. I think it's two lots. I've heard that it might be tough to get that big of a house into that small of a space. Uh, looking at the renderings, no, not really. Okay, no, all right, no, it makes sense. I thought I heard a real. I, I talked to a real estate person. They're like, it's going to be interesting how they fit that all in there. I but maybe I not. saw the renderings. It doesn't look that yeah, bad. A rendering is is a rendering. It's not real no, life. <laughs> but an architect has made it fit like okay. digitally okay. at least. You know. All right. I would think, you know. I mean, I think so too. That's what that. That's why you make architectural renderings to prove to the city that, like, yes, we can fit it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so we'll see what happens. All I, right. I, yeah, I'm interested to see. I the port cochere, which is like the covered uh, entryway area. Oh my god, it's so fancy. <laughs> it's French for you have an overhang to park it and then walk to your house in case it's raining. That's what it means. Oh wow. Um, it's the size of my house. 
Oh my gosh. Like it's gigantic. That's it, a big house. You got a big house if you're Port Cochere <laughs> or whatever it's called. Whatever is French. It's bigger than a regular house. I feel like a trader talking French. Uh, it's in the top 100 largest homes in the country. So we actually have a list of that on bungalore.com if you want to see the other houses. It's half the size of what the seagulls have built. Oh, okay. Or our building. But they haven't, they're not even done with that thing. They'll never done. That's crazy to yeah, me. Don't That's Why do you crazy. need something that big? I don't know. But like, but you know what? If I okay, so if you more had context, it, would you would you build it? If more context on the family on these this couple. They give a lot of money away from what I what tons, I read. Yeah. but probably because it saves them tax money. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Let's be honest. So but, that's why a lot of people. But do it that. built like half of the wing on Dr. Phillips. These people. Uh-huh. They also have bought. Um, they went to. They dove down to see the Titanic site. Yeah. Oh, and they got like the first uh, tickets to go up to the with Virgin space. with Virgin Atlantic. So like they spend money on experiences. So yeah. I'm not a, I'm not surprised that they're spending money on a home. Yeah. All right, Brandon. So uh, drinking booze over in Hannibal Square. Can I do it? Uh, <laughs> I was trying to fight back a racial comment. Uh, Winter Park is a, it will now allow their brown sister community to drink late until 2 a.m. Okay. What yeah. was it before? Uh, I actually don't know. I Midnight, think, 11? I think like 10. I think, no, I think it was later than 10 that. 10 or 11? Yeah, probably 10 or Not 11. Not late night hours because, so back in the day uh, when Hannibal Square started to be developed, the city of Winter Park said, well, we want this to be more of a restaurant district versus a bar district because Park Avenue has very strict controls about what like liquor sales can happen, what sort of uses can happen along that district. We actually wrote about that last year um, or maybe earlier in this year, how they're actually starting to just not allow bars. Like you can't have a bar. It's you have hard to, to have a bar though. Cause you probably got to serve and food part, too. 51% and of your revenue has to come from food. If you open on park. Okay. Park they don't Avenue. want bars there. Basically. They don't they want, want bars. restaurants. Don't tell you, that's crazy. Cause like it would, that's why everybody goes to park Avenue. They want to get drunk and shop. Right. And, and eat. Just have a bar. Come on. That's it's silly. They don't want the, they don't want the, the crowds that go to bars. No, they want like, <laughs> Fancy Winter Park. Yeah, they do. Pinky People that have 40,000 square foot houses. Oh, mimosas. <laughs> yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But those people are all hanging out in Windermere anyway. Because I don't ever go to Park Avenue to get a drink, hardly, because there's not a lot and of that's what like, they want. cool places to get drinks. But Hannibal Square is kind of on the up and up. And so like, I just judged that uh, Halloween costume contest. They had a street party in Hannibal Square. Really? First Halloween contest party, street party they've ever had there. Okay. So fun. Packed full of kids from Rollins College, which was super fun to see because you don't see them do that often. Yeah. Um, locals were there. It was like, what a great, exciting mix. Because I, I, I go out all the time, work or just for myself. Bragging. And it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so I see the same crowds. You see the faces. And that mix was really exciting. Good. Um, not homogenous at all. So I... They're, they've started this, or they're going to start this later drinking. Done. It's done. already done All deal. Right. So now they can stay open until 2 a.m., which is great, because now those restaurants can compete with nearby restaurants. Was that the only part of Winter Park I couldn't order a beer after I really, 11 I or 12? I think it was. Okay. I think it was, John, to be honest. I haven't delved right into it. The Daily City just wrote about it, which was great. He actually did. Mm-hmm. Mark Baratelli did a great job on it. Um, 
I saw it and didn't get to dive into it as okay. quickly as I wanted, so I'm glad he did it so I could just read it. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, the place is over by the movie theater. I don't know. They're probably open pretty or late. Or the Avenue's not limited because it's not a residential district. Ah, and so okay. that's in Hannibal Square. Has been a, it's a touchier subject because it's a historic black community. It used to be its own independent black city, kind of like uh, Eatonville. Okay. Was, was brought back. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. We did a, a Facebook Live walkthrough a long time ago with uh, Julian Chambliss, who was a professor at yeah. Rollins College. at Michigan State now. So sad. What a yeah. loss. Yeah. What a loss to Central Smart Florida. guy. So smart. I hope yeah. he comes back one day. Uh, but he was an adjunct professor. Rollins wouldn't pay him to be full-time. Uh, Not smart. Because yeah. he was doing big stuff for yeah. him. Um, just interesting to see. Interesting. Okay. I hope... It, I hope uh, What's oh, moving into where, where Dexter's was? Yeah. I don't I see that finish each yeah, other. Like, wow, well, you do 150 episodes <laughs> with somebody, you start to know I them. know where you're going. Uh huh. Um I don't know. The building needs a lot of work. And the limit on liquor hours severely hindered whoever would want to go in there because you're like you're you're limiting your income potential. By saying you have to close at 11. Now you don't. Right? No. Now you can stay open as long as you want. So if you have the money to put into uh, renovating that older building, which is funny because it's actually a newer build building. Oh, uh, it looks old. Yeah, it's not holding up well. No. Um, They made it, since it's a historic district, they had to make it look more like its surroundings. Yeah. I think they can do some some cool stuff in Hannibal Square in terms of like closing off the street, doing parties. I think there needs to be like a facade of a building around that parking lot by the Heritage Center. Yes. Because it feels like I don't want to see a parking lot there. I want to see something. You need to make it look more like a cool downtown. Yeah. And they they probably need to try to connect the two in terms of connecting Park Avenue to Hannibal Square. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people walk off of Park Avenue. To walk down, it's not that far of a Up walk. New England, there's there's so many, there's like empty undeveloped lots that are yes. owned by that big developer. He doesn't care. He's just sitting on it until the time's right, which is which is a shame. You you see that a lot with this. There's a lot of people have feelings about this big developer who owns most of the land around oh. Hannibal Square. Okay, uh, and and he doesn't. Care it's tough. You can't force somebody to develop something, but no, you could. Yeah, <laughs> if the city cared, but they uh. don't do that. Um. There's a new Santa bus. Santa bus? Yeah. What's that? It's uh, Lynx is, is doing a Christmas bus. It's decorated for Christmas, red and green. And it's running from the 2nd until the 21st. And if you hop it, it's going to switch routes all the time. But if you, if a green and red bus rolls oh. up to your Lynx John stop. Morgan's going to be in there dressed <laughs> as Santa Claus. They should have celebrity bus drivers. Out, well, you probably going to have celebrity <laughs> bus drivers. but They kind of do because it's, it's Santa Claus. So if the oh. door opens and you see Santa Claus in your red and green bus. Everybody wins $100. You don't have to pay for your. Really? Yeah, you oh, you can right. ride for free. Which I it, heard. Oh, okay, it's totally fun. off topic. Kind okay. of. I heard a story the other day on the radio that in Kansas City. They're talking about getting rid of bus fees for anybody that lives within the city of Kansas City. So that way it's uh, it, it would save people that ride the bus that typically would be lower income. Yeah. Saves them money, uh, obviously. It doesn't. But it saves them like $1,000 a year. Transit does not make money. No. So you're operating knowing that you're not making enough money from fares to keep it going, right? Yeah. It's all subsidized. 
because it's you're improving the quality of life for people who need to be moved from A to B. Right? They said it would cost them twelve million dollars. It would be a twelve million dollar okay. budget gap, and so they were hoping that the city of Kansas City would put in eight million to make up for it. And their argument was, you know, the money that the people will save will go back into the local economy because they're going to pay for things within the city anyway. It also takes people off the street. If I, well, okay. Devil's advocate. There's probably some stipulated. You can't just ride the bus all night. But you know, like we have limo, the uh-huh. free circulator downtown. True. Who's using it? True, but that Who's only goes it? a limited have you used amount it? of places. No, because I have a bike usually. Yeah, I and we walk. can walk places or you yeah, can I don't hop on a lift. But I've like, used it before because I purposely wanted to hop on it. Mine was filthy. Okay. Not to say anything against links. I've ridden on some very clean buses. But this specific one, gross. Only homeless people. Uh-huh. Because it was like summer-ish, right? And uh, I just wasn't impressed. And I was like, this is who this is paying for. Meanwhile, okay. there's like an express bus that goes from downtown Orlando to Universal, which like these people, and I know because I was using it because my car broke down and I couldn't afford gas. Like the and, and I had to take an hour and a half bus ride from downtown Orlando to Universal uh, to go to work. And I'd show up two hours before my shift started. Yeah. And then I'd get sent home an hour after my shift started because they didn't need me there. And I wouldn't have made any money. So, like, you're losing. And I'm still losing two bucks having to do it. But at least I didn't have to write, you know, find some way to go in a car to get there. Yeah. That's that is should be a subsidized route. If yeah. you're looking at people who are trying, but then you're subsidizing low income jobs, so maybe they just need to get paid. I'm trying to talk my way through well, all this. And so you've talked all through that. Uh, <laughs> it actually bleeds into. I don't know if you've seen this, but I there, haven't watched it yet. I just saw. I know what you're talking the about. The story of the Sentinels put out their series called Laborland. So, it, so good. It's good. This is why we need the Sentinel. People I, who I, poop so, all yes. over the Sentinel, they're the only ones looking at those stories. Yeah, because they're the ones that do a good job. So this is a story. If you haven't had a chance, it's on OrlandoSentinel.com. You may have to actually pay just for it. Just came out. It just came out. The first part did. I think there's four. Probably um, be on Fox. It's, right? it's kind of looking at the labor market here in Central Florida and how a lot of it's tourism. And it's not looking at stats so much as that it's looking at the people that actually have to go to work every day at, at mostly Disney, although they talk to some other people. And uh, it's very, very interesting. If you get a chance, it's a long read. A woman who has to, if she didn't have enough money for gas, she sleeps in the parking lot. Call her family, make sure everything's okay at home. She makes sure she had a change of clothes and she just sleep in the parking lot in her car. Yeah, yeah. And they filmed it. Oh, yeah. John, I've been there. Uh-huh. Like, when I, I went from w- serving tables at Epcot at La Salle Steakhouse making the most money I have ever made in my life. Yes. Right? To going to Hard Rock Cafe at Universal and making absolutely no money. Uh-huh. Like the least amount of money I've ever made. And the format for that, the formula for you working there, you're poor. Uh-huh. You're poor. Oh, and there's yeah. people who purposely, they move out there to live next to Universal so they can walk there and not have to have a car. They still poor. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you just work all day. And rent's get, high all around there and rent's high all you over. You don't get to do anything downtown Orlando. Like, you live, and that's why there's a bubble. They call it the parks bubble because you're prohibited from interacting with Orlando proper, which is why you only see like 2% turnout. 
for people coming to go and, and vote for like Bukhari. Oh yeah, yeah. From, from that area, just interesting. It's it's a, yeah. So this woman, yeah. If you get a chance, read it. She did she did a really good job. So I mean, and you're right. I mean, those are the types of stories that I think newspapers traditionally have done a very good job at Let's doing. Let's hang out with Scott Joseph and talk about it. I I think we could get Scott Joseph or Scott Maxwell. Maxwell. Oh, okay. right. oh we can hang out with Joseph too. Nah. <laughs> we should talk Scott yeah, Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's got some great. Yeah. Tea to drop above food. He does make fun of me playing hockey oh, man. on Tuesdays. Makes fun of me for everything. All right. Yeah. No, let's get him on. I'd love to, Well, he's not. The, I'd love to. Have, I mean, he's not the one that. We have access to some really cool so people in know the, the thing about Maxwell, he's been writing about this for years, and yeah. so he would living be a good person wage. to talk about. Yeah. The lack of a living wage. I mean, in supposedly Florida. we're ranked like 50 out of 50 when it comes to metro areas. Uh, across the country in terms of uh, wages here in Central Florida. And I believe it. There was a time, John, when I worked at Epcot, mm-hmm. and since I was in a tipped position, I was getting paid $2.50 an hour. Yeah, and that's that's typical, though, for servers. Baloney. <laughs> then don't ask me to do side work. Oh, Don't okay. ask me to be mopping a floor. All right. Like, no. For yeah. $2.50 an hour? yeah. Thankfully, I was making, you know, I made like $100,000 a year in tips, uh-huh. but that's not from the company. No. The company is getting cheap labor for me to run a restaurant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a very, it's, I mean, it's a very complex issue. I mean, I, I, it's not the easy solution isn't just, oh, Disney should pay everybody more. Like, it's more complicated than that because, yeah. because I mean, somebody in that story mentioned, you know, yeah, I can pay my employees twice as much. Right. Then I got to charge rooms twice as much, and it, not everybody's going to pay if that. If they ever so, do it, you'll see the college program get yeah. stepped up. Yeah, and I'm not trying to defend anybody here. I'm just saying it's not as simple as just, yeah. well, raise everybody's wages. It, it's more complex than that. And, you know, f- and this goes back for, for years. I mean, Orlando has traditionally been a tourism town, and yeah. we still are, and we're not going to change. But at least in the last, you know, probably 10, 15, 20 years, I think some leadership has been like, all right, we can't just rely on Disney and Universal and SeaWorld for all of our jobs. We need to like diversify. But that takes time. It takes a generation. It also takes the idea that people from outside of Central Florida are like, wait a minute, we could open a company there. But they have to think that they can do that here. If it you don't think we have more- a s- staff that yeah. can even understand technology, you're not going to open a place here. To their credit, the city is trying to, you know, tech, right? Yeah, is the big no, thing. very true. Because it's high paying wages. But they're proving like with all of these, school students everybody since we have ucf just so many students yeah. here um that we can keep them yeah they can pay them to be here and we'll just proceed right but that takes first of all that takes time meanwhile the bulk well i can't remember the percentage but i want to say like 60 percent of orlando works for the like tourism community oh i'm sure it's high it's right? high it it's was like two hundred eighty thousand jobs total and then like seventy thousand were at disney alone Seventy thousand. I think jobs. that's what I think that's the number yeah. that they used, and and you know I get it. It's a huge. It's like the single largest place of employment, a single site place in the country. I wrote an article back in the day. I used to run uh, Urban Think, fe- I, I, Urban Rethink. I was doing programming there. It was like the first co working space in town, and we started a blog, mm-hmm. and the f- and I wrote a piece called Company Town about Disney and their college program and how they hire you. You can only, you work all this, you work for them and then they dock your pay for your accommodations. Yeah. And if you lose your accommodations for whatever reason, you lose your job. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy. And so, and that's the piece that got me the job at early New weekly. Um, and, and it's a racket. It's an industry. It's, uh-huh. a, it's an and industry that's self-fulfilling. 
uh, and it saves them a lot of money. And you know, and we don't have much time. We have to I know. do events. All right, do events? Yeah, we can talk about this more. Maybe we get maybe we'll get Maxwell here, or or even um, even some. I can't remember her name. I should know her name. Who wrote it? But we should chat with her as well. Okay, yeah. let's do it. I'm into it. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's, this has already happened. It's too late. But there's an event, and I think it's going to be a series called Cuddles and Consent. Okay. Have you heard about <laughs> no. This? Um, you. <laughs> It's. It, here, I'll just read you the description. Okay, go. Co-create a safe, non-sexual, non-judgmental space to explore, discuss, and practice the topics of consent, conscious touch, empowerment, intimacy, and authentic relating. Okay. They're calling it a play shop instead of a workshop. It's taking place 7-15 today, Friday, oh. at Yoga Mix, but I guarantee it's going to happen again. It's super popular. Really? People are learning how to touch each other okay uh in a consensual way okay have you heard of a more millennial workshop <laughs> to happen in orlando yeah i mean that? that's that's yeah right that's a interesting concept i need you to go there and record it doesn't that, that sound like a video uh, it would be a great video i i could already foresee the challenges yeah, of people not wanting consent. to be on camera <laughs> touching strangers yeah but i mean it's, i mean i i'm i'm yeah. fascinated by it i don't really have a desire to go to it as a participant no. but as a outside observer Observer, I would totally go. There's a story there that needs to be told. I'm always interested in in people's lives that are way different than mine. And, just, yeah, and and somebody who would go to that. I mean, why? Like, why? Why do you? I mean, I'm not judging. I don't really care. It's not my business. But for me, I would be like, well, you know, why are you here? What What do you get out of this? All those <laughs> things. I have millions of questions. I have. I want to go. I want to hear more about it. Uh, uh, WPRK is celebrating their 67th birthday with a party on Saturday night, seven to eleven p.m. at Stardust Video and Coffee. Okay. Featuring AJ Harvey, Sad the Sad Haline, or Sad Haline and the Spoon Dogs. Uh, totally free. And actually, some of them sound really cool. So I would go check that out. Awesome. Great. It's not the best in basement radio anymore. They're not in the basement. They moved out into a big house. Oh, do they not but use that slogan no more? No. Oh. I don't know if they use it, but they're not in I the basement. Would. Even if you're not in a basement? Yeah, why not? Because you're still listening to it in a basement. They don't have any. Do they really have a basement? Yeah, they used to be oh, in a basement. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But it was a little dank. <laughs> like most uh, basements. <laughs> like, like my life. <laughs> uh, OUC Half Marathon and Track Shack at Lake Eola is taking place downtown on Saturday, 7.30 to 10.30 a.m. So totally avoid Lake Eola if you need to go anywhere. <laughs> Sanford Holiday Tour of Homes is taking place uh, in Sanford. 3 to 9 p.m. It starts at the Wayne Dench Performing Arts Center. Go check that out. $25 to get in. The Orlando Oddities and Curiosities Market. It's like bone and taxidermy art. Oh, nice. They call it vulture culture. Vulture culture. People who are like into like death right. and bones and things. I love it. Uh, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood. Go All check right. that out. Totally free to get in. But, you know, you got to buy stuff. The Historical Tour of Gnome. <laughs> you dress like a gnome. Oh, and you, you don't go see gnome. No, which would be great. And you do a beer crawl, 8 p.m., downtown Sanford. Totally free to do it, but you got to buy your own beer along the way. Way weirder than I thought that was going to be. <laughs> I would do it. It's kind of like a red Ku Klux Klan gathering. <laughs> it's a lot of cone hats, right? But beards, but well, beards instead of masks. Like the magical gnome or that's a Nickelodeon cartoon. There is an old, like... 90s early yeah. 90s like watercolor book okay. out of like Europe 
about gnomes? No, there's a cartoon called like the Magical Gnome. Oh, or, I like it. All right, we'll, we'll Google it before yeah, we let's smoke a little bit first. Yeah. <laughs> though Krampus Fest is taking place at the uh, Market on South, 2603 South Street. Totally free. Spanking live music by the Yells. Vegan and non-vegan food. Uh, there's a costume contest. No kids after 7 p.m. Leave them at home. Leave them at home. But you well, got five to seven. by Krampus. And then John Mulaney and Pete Davidson are having their stand-up comedy. <laughs> Don't Bob record Park. that. You'll get sued for a million dollars. But you got to sign a. Uh, you have to have a one million dollar insurance policy right. if you're going to shop. And that's it. All right, fellas and ladies. We will see you guys and those in between next week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>